So one of the biggest lessons that I've had to learn in my life is that people aren't against me. They're just for themselves. And I found myself repeating this shit situation after situation. We agreed no names. And I'm not saying nothing about nobody. We agreed no names. And this is a general. So this is a general statement across the board. general statement across the board when it comes to anything. I think anyone who tries to do anything like what we're doing experiences it. What's crazy to me is that we've been doing radio for going on eight years. Going on eight years in the spring. And in the beginning, we were what people would have considered white hot. Everyone wanted to be on the show. It was this huge thing that we created. And initially, we didn't have a lot of support, but then a lot of people started getting on board once they saw that we had traction. And when I listened to us back then, we sounded so amateur. I can't. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I honestly can't tell you the last time I listened to something from back then. I'd be lying if I told you last time. And I told you back then I didn't listen to myself back then a lot. I don't know it, why. It pisses me off to to watch that now shit now, you, bro. Now you, you, it pisses you off. I never listened to myself to begin with back then. I would listen a little bit, a few minutes here and then, and boom, turn it off. In this current format, I have to be totally honest with you. Because I got my new phone and six free months of Spotify with it. I've been listening to myself on Spotify. And even not having heard myself and from back then in the earlier, this is the button roach first show those days. <clears throat> I can tell what light years better. And for me, I also tell you this every time we have this discussion, I've moved past the point of expecting support from those in our immediate, you know what I'm saying, that aren't. I'll say significant others or parents or siblings. Even then. Even then. But what pisses me off the most is that we talk about a lot of the things that we talk about on this show with them. In a group setting. Digitally or not. So when those things, when when you hear someone say over and over i want to come on the show and then like no initiative and this goes again across the board because there's many many fucking people that say this shit (laughs) it's like every time you see one of us and you're like yo how can i get on the show what do i gotta do to get on the show you gotta hit me up tomorrow when i'm not in front of you doing another job when I'm not passing by. And then stick with it. Don't just say you want to come on the show. Don't even say you want to come on the show, man. Have something for the show. There's people and I don't want to say have something for the show, man. I don't. No. I, have something for the show. I have something for the show. But have something that's not going to make you look bad. Because we, we, we can try our best to make you look good. We can polish any piece of shit and make it a golden turd. 
Nobody goes on late night without a movie, a book, a, a You don't a just show. go on late night to talk. No, uh, unless you're a fucking regular. In that case, then you just have a relationship with the show. Matt Damon can go on Jimmy Kimmel because they have that relationship. They've been zinging each other I'm for years. I'm fucking Matt Damon. <laughs> so that he can go on there just to talk about their relationship, and it can be all good. Oh, man, that was funny <laughs> when she did that. And, well, I'm fucking Ben Affleck. <laughs> and, bro, but that that's Hollywood, bro. And all uh, they were doing, you, I swear to God, is creating content. Well, he pissed them off and brought them on at the end they that time. They, the they didn't have magical cameras. They didn't have magical <laughs> editing team. This was very basic shit. Yo, why shit. do you even bring that up? I'm just thinking of all the fucked up shit when, uh, when Affleck brought brought him on underneath the fucking and he opened it up and he was holding <laughs> you saw when they had all the singers and shit in, in the fucking room to yeah. finish the choir I bet you Stevie Wonder was there and he saw everybody maybe you fucking but, but piece that, of shit that, that's for the people that really listen to Bud and Roach you know what we're talking about <laughs> but uh you, you know when it comes to when, when it comes to like I'll just say it in general man this, this is one thing why I don't I want to say I don't bend over backwards to go to events anymore, especially if it's going to inconvenience me. We've done a lot of things, a lot of things that were free, free charge, no admission, no cover charge, anything. Show up, have some fun with us. Just got to pay for your own drinks at the bar. You show up with us, we're going to have wristbands. We'll have something. The bartender, if you with us, is going to take care of you. And even getting out to that, people out to that, it's rough, tough. It always was. But it never disheartened us, never made us stop trying. But I will say, it just made me stop trying for them. Like I, like that, that's you, you, you hit the nail on the fucking head. Bro. We, we, and here's the thing too. I always say, man, and this is something that with me that I find I always get, and you know me, I'm not an egotistical person, but I enjoy the occasional ego boost. You have to, bro. And for me, it comes when I know that. Because of the confidence I've built, and you know me, I was never a solid talker. I'm not a great public speaker, but I've gotten better at it over doing this and speaking to this mic. Even though I know I'm not speaking to anyone looking at me, I'm speaking to people who can't hear me in the public. I'm looking at you. You've been looking at me my whole life. That don't count. No homo. Can I say that now? I can still say yeah, that. No, you still say that. <laughs> it's not 2020 yet. <laughs> <laughs> You got two weeks left. That's a good one. You got two weeks left on that one. 2020, no more, no homo. That shit, the LGBT yeah, community is coming after they you. Gonna, gonna take it. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just when we did those events and we had these things going, man, you know, we, we struggled to get people out. And I just I, I reached the point where, like, I know other people. And like, like I was saying, I lost my train of thought. I was trying to get back there, went back to where I was. When I can be at an event or just be around people, people I've never met, and they hear me talk, and I'm not talking stupid shit, but I'm talking, just talking, like like people tell me when they hear us talking, they're like, you're just talking your shit, but you know your shit, when I'm just talking my shit, and I can see people, and I can feel the force, I, I can feel the force, you know what I'm saying, gravitating towards me, I can feel it, how people listen to what I'm saying. Even if other people try to make me paint me as a crazy conspiracy theorist, other people are like, well, maybe if you listen to what he's saying and not be a dick, you know. And then, like I told you the first time, we're still doing the original show. 
with a 9-11 inside job around people I never thought would have that conversation. And I saw it and other people gravitated. And like for the first time, I wasn't shouted down as a conspiracy theorist. Bro, it was insane. And I mean, I'll say it like this for what we did last time. Uh, our last event, uh, K Rock Chronicles, with all of us, me, you, and JD, at sixty six yeah. Greenpoint. Yeah, not a uh, not your last one solo, but there, I had friends who attempt were gonna surprise me, and just the weather, and you know the kids were sick. Uh, and no, I get it, bro. I'm not, I get it. No, listen, because they didn't I, respond, and listen, they didn't respond to anything on that, and when. He hit me like when these niggas hit me and tell me son, I know they're not fucking lying with me. Like niggas got kids, got wives, work crazier schedules than me and you both combined. And those are people. That's why I never associate those who come out to the show with those who are available. To do this show, you don't have to be here. To respond to messages, you don't got to do nothing. You could be on the toilet and respond to a message. If you could take a shit while doing what I want you to do, then it's not much. And you're not asking for much. So, to me, it upsets me that all those years ago, when we was fucking green, bro, we stumbled onto this shit. We had this idea. We manifested it as we do with all of our fucking ideas and we fucking hit the ground running and now within months time we had a fucking a a, a gang of people behind us like forrest gump running through the fucking woods running through the fucking it's crazy man like rocky running through philly it's really just honestly looking at it that's a great analogy that's better i like that one so much more but it's just like I said, man, I know that there, like you said, there are people out there with the numbers you said. You got the graphs on, like, the shit we've set up to track our work, track our momentum. And we see it climbing every day, every week. We see it week by week. We check it every Sunday. At least I check it with you every Sunday. I know you check it more, but I check it with you every Sunday. And every Sunday, we're seeing, like, incremental increments. And that's what we need to see, even if we're not getting the followers back on the gram and anything. But we also we also had to anticipate the climb in saturation, because when we started this shit, there weren't many podcasts. There wasn't a lot of people doing this shit. Everybody and mothers doing now, podcasts. Yo, but literally, also, <laughs> everybody, their mother, their father, there's people that's doing shows. There's a dude that's doing an ESPN show with his pops, and there's a dude that's doing an ESPN or uh, a uh, YouTube show with his moms. I do love highly questionable. Dan Levitard and Poppy. Yeah, yeah. Those that, are my two dope. favorite. I always, yo, I would love to do something like Wait, that with my dad. Did that exist in 2012? What year did they start? They started in like 2014. Maybe when a, we started a little bit this earlier. shit. There was a, a very like we we felt that at that time in 2012 that we was competing with Monday Night Raw. Like and we, we went we, through we, it every night with that. We was going into we was going into that shit competing with Monday Night, Night Raw. That WWE. And with that mentality, our numbers started climbing. We made the right connections. It was the right time 
because there wasn't an oversaturation even on Reverb Nation when we launched the campaign. There wasn't a lot of podcasts on fucking Reverb Nation at that time. We was one of the first podcasts to come out on that shit. And that's why we had fucking 10,000 applications. So now we're just another show. We're just another another couple of guys. Bullshit. But in the midst of it, we're also one of the few shows in the midst of podcasting that does a daily show. Regardless of length. And you know what? Daily episodes. I, I, I honestly feel more comfortable with this show now than I ever did with any format of the show we've I've, ever done. I feel like everything we've done, I enjoyed it. I'm going to second that, though. This is my favorite iteration of it. We're sitting back with Lucy Goosey. We're, we're, we were good at being us live. Live on air, taking everything as it came to us. Live on air, you could hear it. But getting to sit here, record this motherfucker, be loosey-goosey, take time out in between. If I got to pee, we ain't got to rush back in like 30, 40 seconds of a commercial break. I just feel like we spent, we wasted a lot of time on my selfish ambitions of industry. And the industry, I feel like we're so beyond the industry, bro. We are. I mean, you hear me when I tell you I don't listen to the radio. But I'm going to tell you. None of that shit matters. You know how I feel about it. It happened. And I feel it had to happen. You know me. I'm a person. Shit like that has to happen to get to where you want to go. We had to have that falling out. We had to go through that. I had to be a horrible, broken, miserable failure as a real estate agent to appreciate this job with the schedule I work and the money I make to be able to get back into this and still work this job and tie this on. And for you to do what you do, have that beautiful little girl in that room that just turned one years old. And for us to know that there's a bigger picture behind us. That we, all, we always said this shit was bigger than us. But now even more so with you with a kid in your life. With, with us moving forward in our lives, we were going and things we aspire to do. That we know it's bigger than us. More, even more so than we ever said. More so than we ever said with anything we did. And you know what? I'm, you know my favorite phrase as a fucking Met fan You gotta believe You gotta believe You gotta believe I can't be a diehard Met fan And not, not have that shit Like that's real You know what Lorenzo wants Taylor made To be my That Taylor made stamp To be my first tattoo It's not gonna be My first tattoo is gonna be You gotta believe I can't be a lifelong diehard Met fan And not believe that And you know what I've always told And I'll even My therapist nigga When I was in therapy For that two and a half years we spoke about Bud and Roach, about falling out, about everything. And you know what I told him? I wasn't letting go of it, nigga, because I believed in it, nigga. And I believe in you, nigga. And we know, both nigga. believe in each other since we was kids. I know, nigga. We do the fucking. We fucked each other. We fucked ourselves. But we're going to fuck everybody else soon. Yo, there's some silent air. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't spit that out, bro. You almost made me spit on you, bro. Spit that shit out of my <laughs> I almost spit to that part and look at you until I swallowed. No homo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, shit. Man. I've gone how long without dropping no homo and just oh dropped two God, in the same bro. episode. <laughs> you guys know where to follow us. Yeah, you know why the fuck to follow us. You heard? <laughs> we do the fucking GSF to the death, baby. <laughs>